The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. So happy to be here with you on Unity Online Radio. The number to call today if you have a question about your dreams or about how to get better beauty sleep or mindful beauty, that's our topic today, mindful beauty, the number to call is 815 So Nancy T, speaking of mindful beauty, that would be Nancy T. Can you oh hear me? my gosh, I can hear you. And Kelly, wait till you see the card I pulled. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear the yeah. synchronicities already before we even get rocking. Before Let's we even it. get rocking, I have to tell you, I got Nefertiti, the Pharaoh of Power and Beauty. <laughs> I mean, I saw this and thought, I don't know what the topic is today, and how could this possibly apply? I just got some new shampoo. Is it that? But it, right. it's about the show. <laughs> You're so, that yeah. good. Yeah, You're right? Good. Oh, my wow. God. Okay, so Fun. what does she say? What's her message? Oh, okay. All right. We'll do it before the prayer. This is oh, a new, yeah. A, yeah, a little flippity do da Yeah. <laughs> Nefertiti, the, the message is, don't underestimate the influence of your beauty. It's not frivolous to enhance your attractiveness. Rather, see it as a means by which you command attention. Contemplate how to best use the attention you gain when the moonlight is upon you and revolutionize life toward the most exalted experience for all. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, that is such an interesting thing. Mm. I, I mean, that relates to a few things that have been percolating in my brain lately that I hadn't thought of. So I love it when things all come together. I mean, it can seem like beauty is just skin deep, but um, our guest, who we'll bring out in a little bit, is going to talk to us about, no, 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 it goes way deeper than that. So yeah, let's do a little little prayer, just, you know, why not? And then mm-hmm. we'll and then we'll bring her on. So let's turn within. Let's... Uh, just take a pause from all the all that blings, all the external, all of the stuff of this world, all of the news, all of the cray to the cray to the cray, cray, cray. Let it all drop. Let it go away. Hey, that rhymes. And with every breath, as we clear out, release and let go, we make room. We create some bandwidth for the sunlight of the spirit to fill us up, to refreshen us, to bring us to a higher place, to remind us of who we really are and what we're really doing here. So let's have a wake-up call together. Let's imagine that we're completely awake. A hundred percent of our awareness is on board, online, plugged in, tapped in and tuned in and turned on, as Esther Hicks would say. 
So let's just allow that awakeness to bring us into our inner beauty, which translates to our outer beauty. And the outer and the inner are interchangeable. It's all one big, beautiful figure eight. So with this, we just take one more big gulp of of this wonderful life elixir we call air and know that we already have the answers we seek. We already have the solutions we crave. We already have the answers we've been praying for. We have everything. We are a complete package. We are overflowing regardless of what our ego may tell us, what social media may tell us, what the news may say. We are whole and complete. We are having a wake-up call because we we desire it, we deserve it, and we're demanding it even now. So I give thanks for this moment with you. I give thanks for Nancy T for joining the show today. And thanks so much for the amazing Dr. Debbie Palmer, who will be joining us in a few moments. And I'm so grateful for you for for listening, for calling in with your dreams and um, and unity for being this amazing network to bring this show to you. So with that, I say thy will be done. And so it is. Amen. A woman, ah, dreams. Okay, Nancy T, you ready to bring on? Let's hear more from Dr. Debbie Palmer. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Yes. I know this is right up your alley. Seriously. It really is. (laughs) Okay. So Dr. Debbie Palmer, she is legit. She is um, a board certified dermatologist with more than 17 years of experience. She's the medical director and co-founder of Dermatology Associates of New York in Harrison. She specializes in medical dermatology, cosmetic dermatology, and laser surgery, and has been recognized as a Castle Connolly top doctor. Dr. Palmer believes that health and beauty are linked and that a balance in life is key to looking younger and having harmony with your body, mind, and soul. Widely respected for her expertise, Dr. Palmer has had her work published in leading medical journals and has lectured nationally and internationally about the benefits of eating healthy anti-aging and antioxidants and how they can improve the health and appearance of your skin. So there's so many more things we could say about this woman, but she also knows a lot about sleep and its ability to not just help us dream, but to help us regenerate, rejuvenate, and become a more youthful Nephrotiti and Aphrodite version of ourselves here and now. So I know that we are chomping at the bit because we talk a lot about inner beauty on this show because dreams are so much on the inside. But today we're going to bring it to the outside so we can have a full package. So on that note, welcome Dr. Debbie Palmer to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited about your topic and your beautiful book. So tell us, first of all, how you came to write this book um, about all of these wonderful holistic habits and ways that we can enhance our inner beauty. You know, these these topics are things that I talk about every day with patients. So um, I, you know, have to talk about them because of medical conditions or, you know, perhaps a patient's having a problem. So I, I touch upon these all day and not every, you know, 
every issue with every patient. But I just thought, you know, I, I talk about this all day, and each patient's getting a little piece of it. Why not take this and put it all together, you know, for mm. someone who isn't local, who, who can't meet me, or, um, who, you know, who, who might be having the same issue? So I just wanted something where it was consolidated, you know, things that are just spoken about a lot, and then put it in one spot. In mindful beauty, holistic habits to feel and look your best. It's like it's such a complete manual for all things that will feed our inner and outer beauty. And and one of the things that you are knowledgeable about is the benefits of sleep when it comes to the mind, body, and spirit. So I have to be transparent right now. I had about two hours sleep last night. Um, my husband wasn't feeling well. He's feeling fine now. So all is well, but we went to the hospital last night and I've been, and they don't let people in the emergency room, waiting room. So I've been sitting in my car in a parking lot all night. So I'm just like as crispy as it gets. And I've never, maybe, I don't know about never, but one of, this is one of the few times in my life where I really didn't get a good night's sleep. And I'm so appreciating the normal way that I do sleep and how important it is. So tell me how messed up I'm going to be today as a result of getting no sleep. <laughs> tell us about the benefits of sleep. You know, there there are so many. And it it's funny, as I get older, if something like that happens in my life, also, I really feel it. I felt like I could get away with it a little more yeah. when I was younger. Oh, yeah. But the older I get, I really feel it. Um, there's so much science behind this, which is really uh, neat to me. So, I, you know, I can feel the difference if I have a good night versus I don't. But along with that feeling that we get, we also have science to back it up. We have studies and data. So that's, that's what I love about it. I've experienced it firsthand, but I can also read about it to verify, yep, yep, that's how I feel too. So it's, it kind of backs up the way you feel. So I think the the biggest thing is it it really sleep keeps us our our minds sharp. So scientists will call it like sleep scientists call it the brain's housekeeper because it's really mm-hmm. important for restoring and repairing the brain. So if we don't get it chronically, if we don't get sleep, it even can cause our brain to shrink in size. No, so don't they, tell me that. Yeah. Well, this is not a one-time <laughs> So forgive deal, me, everybody, like, if I'm just completely yeah. an airhead today. So, you know, no, my brain is shrunk. chronic. So, yeah, no, it's chronic, chronic. Okay, you know, okay, so okay not chronic. Like, okay, good. One night. Phew. Like, There's hope. It affects, like, short-term. It could affect reasoning, planning, um, memory, um, also problem-solving. So what happens when we're sleeping is we're forming these new pathways, um, in the brain, these, these neural connections. And by doing that, we're helping to absorb the information from the day. So I know when I was going through medical school, once I learned this, I would, you know, whatever was really important to me, that topic, whether it was a test the next day or a quiz or whatever that topic was, I always made sure to read it through right before bed because I knew when I went to sleep and when you're going through the sleep cycles, which, I, you know, I could talk about later, you are, you're putting that information into your memory, like you're actually putting it right in there. Um, they found in studies that REM sleep in particular pays a really important part in learning new information. So anyone who's, you know, studying or has a test or, or something where they're at a new job and they have to learn these skills, if they 
maybe take notes or look at the notes or just think about the things or say them out loud, when they go through sleeping that evening, it's helping to cement it in, which is really cool. So um, with the brain, I mean, even decisions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, are affected. So there's a lot. I have so many benefits, but just with the brain, those are, those are huge. The benefits are huge. Wow. So, so I know, you know, a little bit about how sleep happens. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? I'm, I'm excited because I just launched, um, a meditation series called snooze with a company called performance tea. And it's all about helping people to get a better night's sleep. And it's free through August. If you go to my website, Kelly Sullivan, by the way, anyway, I'm excited to hear more of the science because that's not necessarily where I come from. So, so how does sleep, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. So we have something called a circadian rhythm. So that's kind of like our internal um, sleep wake clock. And it controls when we feel sleepy and when we feel energized or awake. So in the evening, when we start having less light outside naturally, there's something at the base of our brain called the hypothalamus. And that controls this clock. And it begins to release something called, it's a hormone called melatonin. So if you have enough of this hormone, it makes you fall asleep. It also helps you stay asleep um, and also sleep more soundly. So the circadian rhythm is also affected by other hormones, like in the body, Um, how we control our temperature, our eating habits, our digestion. That's why when sleep is off, um, I have so much to say about healthy weight, too, but it it affects that. Yeah, we want to talk about that. You know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave that out. Our weight, our eating, (laughs) and even our body temperature. So I know if I'm tired, I feel colder. You know, mm. I, I, but it's also backed up mm. by science. So this, this hypothalamus at the base of our brain is very important for regulating us how we go to sleep. And that's why, you know, I, one of my recommendations for sleeping is, you know, turn off the computers, the cell phones, like a, at least an hour before bed because the, the blue light that comes from these devices actually interferes with us secreting our melatonin. So we're not going to naturally go into that rhythm and it kind of messes with our circadian rhythm. So I know on iPhones, um, Nancy, you, you have an iPhone, right? I do. I do. There's, um, there's a thing that's been, I don't know, it's been for a couple of years. They have it. It's called night mode. I think Mm -hmm. where the the light Mm -hmm. goes from blue to like a reddish. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about that? Um, Dr. Debbie Palmer, like if that if that makes a difference, since it's not yes, emitting it that blue light. Yes, it does make a difference. Absolutely. So the oh. the blue is really that light that interferes. But also, you know, if if let's say you were looking at the phone and you were reading the news or, or something that's a little unsettling, that's also not the best thing to do. You know, right before mm. bed. So it's often better to get like a routine, get something that you find relaxing, whether it's meditation or taking a bath, what, whatever that thing is for you, it's better to get in that routine. But if you're reading the news or, you know, you're looking at something that's a little upsetting, it, it's not the best, you know, conductive thing to do right before you go to bed. Wow. Nancy, I'm hearing you ooing and eyeing back there. How are you relating? What, what, I can hear your brain. What's going on over there? My brain is so loud. I'm sorry. Um, I, well, I, I wanted to ask you this, Dr. Debbie. Um, I 
was once told, and you can confirm because this was not by a doctor. This is just a human. Uh, I mean, not that doctors aren't human, but anyway, going on. Um, <laughs> that that when a person, I mean, we have this melatonin, and it's the it's this thing that causes us to get drowsy, and that if you know, sometimes you you have you feel that at a certain time, maybe it's at like nine p.m., and then you say, oh well, I'm just going to watch the show, or I'm going to do this or that. We put it off. And we get a second wind by doing that. It's like telling our body, we don't need this melatonin. And so we can actually decrease those levels. And therefore, then it's not there for us when we need it to help us sleep or to stay asleep. Is that true? I think it's still there for you. But, you know, as let's say you were finished watching TV and it was dark. the, The hypothalamus is still going to be there for you, but it interferes with that with that pattern, with that cycle. So it's kind of disrupting it. Um, so, you know, if naturally you, you did want to doze off, I, I recommend to my patients, like, you just go with the flow. So, you know, sometimes yeah. people say, oh, I, I came home from work early and I was really tired and, you know, I wanted to take a 30-minute nap. Is that bad? If you really feel like you need that, it's there's so many benefits from sleep. I say take it. If, if you're home and you're able to take a 30-minute nap and, you know, your life allows it and you're really tired, take it. Like, take that nap so that you can be recharged. I mean, you're going to do so many great things for your body. You're allowing it to, to repair. So One I say take it if that, you can. that I've um, heard is that the ideal scenario is to have consistency with when you go to sleep and when you wake up, even on weekends, even if it's a special time, it's a vacation, whatever that is. Is that your experience? Absolutely. So I I talk about that in the in the book. And so setting up some, you know, consistent uh, bedtime and, and waking up schedule, even like a routine. I think routines are key. So uh, it's, then you don't have to think so much. You just kind of get conditioned. Okay, you know, this is this is the time I normally go, or uh, this is the time your body will normally wake up. So I I follow that myself. Uh, um, exactly what I wrote about. So there's kind of like a mm. set time at night where naturally I get tired and that's my bedtime. So I, even if I don't have a clock around, or I, I start to feel it and I go, oh, I think it's bedtime. And I look, oh, it is because I feel it. And I, I wake up at the same time, even on the weekends and I, I don't set an alarm clock. So I kind of have that bedtime ritual and mine is meditation. So I like to do meditation before bed. I like to do it after I wake up too. So I, I kind of have my routine where it's set and I don't have to think about it or, you know, sometimes I can squeeze another meditation in during the day. But if I mm-hmm. don't, I know that I was able to get in there and, and do it. I know that's that's part of my routine and I don't have to think about it. So mm-hmm. I think it just makes it easier because we're juggling so much these days. If you have something where you don't have to really plan so much or um, worry about squeezing it into a busy life, it, it's going to just happen more naturally. Right. Nancy, I'm hearing you. Is that, are you bustling over there with, you know, the only thing I was thinking is Kelly, you do that. You, you, I mean, you have a consistent time. You go to bed and sometimes you'll set your alarm just to wake up early to have some wee small hours in the morning to do some writing or whatever. But you really consistently, I know there's a certain time where Kelly's in bed. I mean, that's that. <laughs> and you also, she does this thing that I, you know, talk about sleep envy. She can say, you know, I'm just going to take a little five minute, you know, 
snooze or whatever. And she'll go and literally lie in her bed and for five minutes, take a little cat nap in the middle of the day and then come out refreshed. And uh, for me, if I did that, I think I'd be like walking like Kaiser Sose, you know, I would be <laughs> tough on me. <laughs> I, I need more. If I take a nap, it needs to be like two hours. So I don't know how you do that, but I, I feel like that keeps you going. I've seen you say, I just need 10 minutes and literally take oh, just 10 minutes. I am a, it's a, I'm the queen of cat naps. So I, good. I think I was a cat in a past life. That's got to be it. <laughs> a, a cat in a in a in a sleep in in the hat in a I don't know I I'm just I definitely love my naps, and I I have I kind of have this little judgmental thing about how regimented I am when it comes to sleep. I feel like I'm kind of a drill sergeant. It's like time to go to sleep, time to wake up. Eh, eh, eh. But I but it works for me. It works so, for you. Yep. I think so, Doctor Debbie Palmer. Like there's a, there's a lot of habits that we humans have that don't serve us that that get in our way. And then there's some that are really good. So we, and we're habit makers. So we might as well, one of the good habits we can make is, is getting good sleep and having a consistent bedtime and in awake time. Would you mm -hmm. say? Absolutely. And what about, okay. So I know there's a few different thoughts about this when, if somebody's sleeping and are having a difficult time sleeping, they're tossing, they're turning, what's your best recommendation about what they should do to, to get a good night's sleep? I think after the, the routine is set, that's the key thing, you know, getting the body kind of conditioned. If you're still having difficulty, you know, I did this with, um, one of the girls in the office here who works for me, she, for about a year, she said, oh, I'm having difficulty sleeping, difficulty sleeping. So I said, well, you know, I, I write about this. Why don't you try this? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, after about a year, she came back again. She's still talking about it. I said, did you try what I told you? And she said, no, I haven't. I said, why don't you try it? Like, promise me you're going to go home and try it tonight. And she said, oh, okay, okay, I will. So now that was eight years ago. And she sleeps well. So what the trick is, is um, I love um, meditation apps. So um, I told her about Headspace, let's say. And mm -hmm. what she did was she went on to Headspace and there's like a sleeping meditation because a lot of people um, have difficulty when they're first meditating just sitting by themselves in silence. Right, or, exactly, you know, so right. They, they can't get in tune and I totally get that. And I was like that at the beginning too. So um, I say the apps are very helpful, and there's so many out there. Um, but I like the, the Headspace app. So they have a, a meditation, and it could just be 10 minutes um, to help you fall asleep. And they also have meditations if you wake up in the middle of the night. So mm -hmm. she said, it was amazing. She said, I chose this gentleman. I loved his voice. She said, I didn't even get to the end of the 10-minute meditation that you told mm -hmm. me about. I was out cold. She goes, then I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning. My husband's snoring. He wakes me up. It's 1 o'clock. I said, here we go again. I'm not going to get good sleep. So she said, I remember you told me there's one to go back to sleep if you get woke up in the middle of the night. She said, oh, I looked through and I got it. I put that on. She said, did you know I was back asleep and I slept till morning? So mm -hmm. she does that, and it, it helped her because initially she wasn't sleeping many hours at night at all. And it helped her, and she said, with that in the routine. So my body knows now it's time to go to bed. My body knows to get up. You know, I, I did that with my children when, when they were young also. You know, I had them on a sleeping routine um, when they were very young to, to get them into a sleeping pattern because, you know, kids can be up at all hours. And um, mm. she found that very helpful.
I love that. That makes me so happy because it works for me too. If I'm having a hard time sleeping, a meditation is definitely something that helps me. It's why I created this little series that's out. It's not in an app form, but it is online. It's um, and people can get it at, on my website. But it's I I actually tried it in the night while I was sleeping in the car in the parking lot, waiting for my Aww. husband to get out. <laughs> and not at all dangerous. Not, I was you weren't I driving, was, right? I mean, no, no, no. The car was parked you in the parking lot. Oh, good, good. Not at all. Yeah, do not listen. Don't listen while operating heavy machinery. operating machinery. Yeah, do not. But it feels like it's like an adult um, fairy tale, like a meditation, a guided meditation is like someone telling you a story that mm-hmm. you know puts you to sleep and there's some lovely imagery I think that's great I I also mm-hmm. think it's good to get up sometimes like if I don't know sometimes I just will get up if I'm if nothing's working get up and have some tea do a little re- writing or reading and then go back to sleep but if you can mm-hmm. stay in bed and just like pop in a meditation then that's the best I think. Mm -hmm. So if you're just joining us, we're talking with Dr. Debbie Palmer, and her book is called Mindful Beauty, Holistic Habits to Feel and Look Your Best. She um, wrote this with Valerie Latona, and this book is full, chock full with so many tips from, from recipes to all kinds of different meditations to learning about chakras and crystals and like every mind, body, spirit thing you could need and want in order to raise, I would say your vitality, your vibrancy from the inside out. And this is so beautifully put together, Dr. Debbie Palmer. Thank you so much. This is amazing. We're about to go to a break. Is there anything you want to say before we go to the break to anybody about just to wrap up this little sleep segment? No, And, um, you know, with the book, my website is uh, com, and I have a lot of, you know, information on the book and tips and, you know, other information in there too. So that's like a good source if you want, you know, to learn more about me or, or the book. Mm-hmm. It's so cute too. I like the, I mean, it's just pretty to look at and it feels healthy. There's just the little strawberries and the lemons and the water drops and the tea. It's like, it just, it's cute and sweet and it's robust. It's serious. So make sure you get your copy of Mindful Beauty, Holistic Habits to Feel and Look Your Best by Dr. Debbie Palmer. And that's also her website, drdebbiepalmer.com. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes right after this quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio. I am Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. And at this time, we're going to take your questions about your dreams and um, any dream-related or sleep-related questions you might have. The number to call is 816 816- 
And I just want to give another shout out and thank you to Dr. Debbie Palmer and her book, Mindful Beauty, Holistic Habits to Feel and Look Your Best. Her website is drdebbiepalmer.com. And she's um, at Facebook. She's Dr. Dr. Debbie Palmer. And at Twitter, she's R-E. P-L-E-R-E. I'm not sure what that stands for. Re-plure. <laughs> In Instagram, it's Dr. Debbie Palmer as well. D-R Debbie Palmer. Um, so that's her. And she is just a wealth of information. I love her. Her. So uh, we've had some questions sent in. Um, and Nancy, I know you've had some questions sent in to you as well. So maybe we'll take one or two of those. But let's, first of all, we have to allow some time and space for our favorite guest, Miss Denise. Denise, welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Did you get that? Um, did you get that little? I don't know what I was doing. An email or a text saying happy birthday? Yes, I did. And I responded. I, I don't know if you got it, but that was so thoughtful of you. Thank you so much for making my birthday special. I really appreciate you. Yeah, your, you. your birthday's the same as my mother's. So that's that's <gasps> oh, eight eight. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Yes. Lionsgate eight yes. eight. And it all yes. rhymes. Um wow. matter of fact, real quick. Just to get into, um, just real quick, because I talk fast. Um, my <laughs> Denise, you're perfect. <laughs> you don't have to go too fast. fast. We want to hear yeah. everything my you have fa- to say. Well, my father passed, and they wasn't married anymore, but I always believed he was crazy about her. And mm. I went to a numerologist because on his gravestone, he's, he's buried at the National Arlington Cemetery. And ironically, his, his, wow. his thing is 808. And she's 8'8". Eight, eight. So I went to a numerologist, and he said, you're absolutely right. How can you pass, and the woman that you, you claim you hate is bearing the number on your headstone? Her birthday is this. He said, that's just true love. He did love her, he said. But anyway, um, I just thought Aww. that was interesting. Aww. Wow. Oh, well, they say that the opposite of, of what do they say? It's not the ap- opposite it's, of love. It's, it's, is um, indifference. <laughs> the opposite it's, of love is not hate. It's apathy. Say. It's like it takes it's a lot of. I think it's indifference. Indifference, right? It takes a lot yes. of. If people have a spicy relationship, then it can. It can. Yeah. So I'm sure he loved her tremendously, and I love the eight yeah. eights. Oh, that's so, so cool. Um. So do wow. I. Yeah, eight eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. Real quick. Um. Had a dream. Well, had a dream. Um, this is a good one. This is very. I can't wait to get some input from you, Nancy, on this one. I'm just kind of through this. I don't know. I, it, it's a function going on. It's going to be in an auditorium. I come into the to the place. I have my dress. I have my dress in my hand and my shoes. However, I have on pajamas. But they're nice. They're, you know, long pants, long, nothing revealing or untasteful. So the girlfriend is with me like, Denise, come on. Our girl that was with me, uh, somebody with me, come on, Denise. I said, no, I need to go change and put on the dress. She said, it's not enough time. to get ready to start speaking. I was like, okay. So I go with her. We go into the auditorium. There's a lot of people in the auditorium. Somebody's on the stage. 
I sit, we sit towards the back, not all the way to the back, but then the person's speaking, and you can tell they're finishing up. So I say to her, look, I'm going to go run in and put the, put the dress on. No, Denise, now after he finished speaking, there's going to be another speaking. Long story short, <laughs> I end up sitting in the auditorium with the pajamas, but the ironic thing here again Nobody, I'm looking around like, is anybody looking at me because I got my chest? Nobody is really acting like that I'm any different than they are. Mm. So I end up watching, you know, I end up listening to the person speak, and um, the dream ended without me changing. (laughs) Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Wait. So just a few questions. So did you, were you enjoying what the speaker was talking about? Do you know what they were, what the topic was? Do you have any recollection of that? No, not, not necessarily. No, 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 I do not. Okay. And what was the friend like? Describe the friend. I mean, she was just, I I don't remember her. She's not even a friend. It's not anybody that I recognize. But okay. she just was coaxing me. But ironically, she's coaxing me not to change. But excuse my French, mm-hmm. her behind didn't have on no pajamas. <laughs> she didn't have on pajamas, so it was easy oh. for her to say, don't change. Now that I think about it, talking to you. But I, 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 don't, think, <laughs> I don't think I got into what he was saying because I was con- concerned. As I was looking to my left and my right. There were so many ahead of me because I was toward, we were towards the back. I was looking around like, God, is anybody looking at me like I got these pajamas on? So maybe I couldn't focus on what the devil he was saying. Right. I oh, my God. Okay, I have, to, I have to launch in with a thought. And, Nancy, I want you to sing this. Don't what? go changing. Because- <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Try to please. <laughs> Come on, Nancy, you can do it. It's not Billy Joel. One of that is names. Billy Joel. <laughs> Why do I need to sing it after that? That was beautiful. (laughs) Okay. So, Denise, I just have to say, if this were my dream, I would just, I would feel so good. I'd feel like a million bucks if this were my dream because it would feel, I would feel like even though I might think I need to put on more sparkly attire, I need to put on, like my grandma would say, put on the dog. I don't know where they got that from, but, but I need more to be more, I need to enhance my appearance more. I need to add blah, blah, blah. My friend aspect of self, the part of me that is kind and loving and that knows me like a friend knows is like, no, 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 you're perfect the way you are. Don't go changing. You're, you're fine. Even if you don't have X, Y, Z, who cares? You are perfect. This, this, the way you are. So it would make me feel really good. It's like kind of the it would bust any, um, not not necessarily imposter syndrome, but everybody has some version of not enough. I don't have enough X, Y, Z. So it would be kind of a busting of that paradigm. Nancy T, what about you? I, you know, I feel like this this connects to our topic, the whole beauty thing. Yes. Because there's this idea that, you know, when we go someplace, when we're attending a function, we need to dress to the nines or put on the dog. (laughs) We need to talk about that. Let's put a, let's put a pin on that one. Um, (laughs) 
because that's hilarious. But, <laughs> but we all have that feeling of, okay, now I'm attending this. So many people would be there. I need to look my best. And it's all about beauty. And it just seems like your dream is saying, yeah, you've got beauty, even in your pajamas. You've got it. You have okay. all that you think okay. you need to put on. You have it. It's glowing from you. And, mm. and so much so that nobody's taking notice that, you know, this girl sitting in her pajamas, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if, if no one else is saying there's something wrong with it, it's just further affirmation from everyone else that, yep, there's, there's that beauty that Ooh. you thought you needed to put on. Ooh, I have to add one more little piece. I love, <laughs> I think that for me, and you tell me, Denise, I, I, I wonder if you've got something different, but for me, my pajamas are so, so, so comfortable like mm. I have to, they have to be so perfectly comfortable. Otherwise mm. I'm not going to wear them. And so whatever pajamas I might be wearing, I'm comfortable in them. It's my most comfortable outfit that I could possibly mm -hmm. wear. So I've been, I've been um, talking about my, my mantra <clears throat> for the year is be in the narrow of the marrow, meaning like I want to just be in my lane I want to just just be as true to what I'm supposed to do here on this planet at this time as possible. And I feel like this is this dream is a narrow of the marrow kind of a dream. It's about don't try to live up to everybody else's standards. Be yourself. Be comfortable. The more comfortable you can be, that's that's how I want you to be. And don't change that. So I just wanted to add the that comfort aspect. What about you? What what are pajamas to you? And what are you getting from Nancy and I going wild on your well, dream? Well, since you just said something, comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Or for some reason, comfortable yeah. in your own mm -hmm. skin. But who is, is that my self-conscious telling me that, um, is that my self-conscious telling me in the dream, the young lady or the so-called friend, is that me telling me you're okay, you're comfortable, mm -hmm. you don't have to is that mm -hmm. me telling me? And you know what I'm trying to say? Is that my self-conscious mind in the dream telling me? Everything's all right. You don't need to change. Well, if it were my dream, that's what I would take from it. But what are you taking yeah. from this? What are you? I, I'm so trying to get... under what, yeah. The more you keep talking, the more I keep thinking that whoever that friend was that I don't even know anyway. <laughs> I don't even know We're not anyway. trying to talk you into anything. We're trying to just trigger no. your own interpretation. Um, so it's, it's what, we feels what feels best. I, I, it feels comfortable I, I to you. I was comfortable, but I still felt like I needed to change. But when the man started talking, I just kept sitting there looking around. But I wasn't uncomfortable, but I can't lie on the phone and say I was completely comfortable. Right. I felt like I should have, and I had the dress. It'd be one thing if I forgot it in the car, but I had the dress with me. I had it in my hand. It's so funny, <laughs> but the dress would be something that you'd have to put on quote unquote. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're good. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, girl, you are so good. <laughs> it's like a layer. Anyway, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'm, I'm working on this memoir, Nancy knows, and I'm writing about my younger years and, and I'm at this section of where I'm completely immersed in in the Barbie dollness of, of how a woman is supposed to be. And I have all these rules and these commandments, thou shouts, and I'm looking at it and realizing, wow, I don't do any of those things anymore. <laughs> I'm like the anti Barbie now. 
but it's like I think as we as we become more ourselves, we we break those stereotypes. I mean, we came into this world unique and naked and completely comfortable, and it was just our upbringing. It's society. It's what we learned in school. It's what we read about in the magazines and on television and all the media. This is how you're supposed to be in order to get the love, in order to not get rejected, in order to not be tossed off the island, in order to be respected. You got to do X, Y, and Z or else. So it almost even feels to me as I'm tapping back into my younger self, like it was a life and death kind of a thing to look a certain way or to put it put it on in order to not get rejected and and I would even say I heard a little bit of someone talking about this this samurai book and it's all about the power that we humans need in this world and how we all have some kind of manufactured power that becomes our our commodity what we exchange to get by in life whether we're smart mm. or we're we're from a a reputable family or we have a lot of money mm-hmm. or we're really beautiful or we're really powerful mm-hmm. in something. It's like we have something that is our that is our thing that we put on that has us survive in life. So I wonder if, if this is like you wrestling with that thing that you put on and mm-hmm. you're coming into that place of authenticity where it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Surviving is one thing. Thriving is a totally different thing. And I'm up mm-hmm. for thriving. So I'm going to just go PJ all the way. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. You are a Yay. beast, girl. You are. You, you need to have a talk show. <laughs> we love you, dude. Well, whatever Nancy and I do, we want to take you with us. So thank you so much, as always, for joining us. Your dreams thank and your you, perspective are always so, you always take us deeper. We so appreciate you. Likewise, y'all take me deeper too. Trust me, y'all are therapists. Nancy, by the way, I need to do a little braggadocious about Nancy. Nancy just, Nancy, you just got a new certification as what, say Ooh. something about, about what you can do and how people can get a hold of you for this new mm. thing you got cooking. Oh, well, I, I just, I took the rate. Reiki one certification, and now I'm certifying Ooh. myself Reiki two, which means I can work Ooh. on other people. Although I have to say, I was already breaking the rules and working on other people before. <laughs> you know, who follow, right? Who follows the exact rules? Um, so there's that. But also, I'm doing what's called Emotion Code. And if you want to learn more about that, Dr. Bradley Nelson has a book called The Emotion Code, and it basically helps you release trapped emotions that we can have from. Mm. From childbirth, from before, from our ancestors, all of these things get there. It's just energy that go into our cells and Mm -hmm. it it lodges itself and then it shows up in a dream or it shows up in pain Mm. or it shows up, you know, in some trauma filled event you think is associated with it. And like I said, it could come from somewhere else. So I'm working on helping people release those emotions. Ooh, so how can people get in touch with you about this, Nance, if they wanted to book a session with you? Oh, wow. Okay. They can reach me straight at my, let's say just straight at my email. We'll go Nancy, T-O-R-Q at gmail.com. Nancy, T-O-R-Q at gmail.com. And that's Nancy with a Y. 
Yeah. And I'm starting to, I'm, I actually have some people that I'm working on right now to get the actual certification. So I still have a few people I can take as clients with no charge for a while. So if people Ooh. wanted to uh, fill in that, I, I think I need to work on like 28 more people. So, hey, <laughs> so can do all right, yeah. fill her up and Denise, jump on in. I'm going so, to. Awesome. It's that would be it's great. Okay. It's Nancy T-O-T. No, T-O-R-Q, like torque, like a, like she's going to twerk, but it's not quite a twerk. It's a torque. T-O-R-T. So it's Nancy, N-A-N-C-Y, T as in Tom, O-R-Q, like queen. Oh, you. At gmail.com. Okay, I got that. I wrote it down. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I love the patient. Lord. Take advantage of it. Yeah, look her up. All right, Denise, we'll talk to you next week. I hope we hear your voice okay, and hear dear. about your next dream. Thank you. Okay. You're okay. welcome. So, Bye. Nancy T, I know we've got, and then if anybody else wants to call in too, we've got we've got some room, we've got some space, 816-251-3555. But I, I wanted to say a little something about this sleep experiment, dream oh, yeah. experiment I've been a part of, because I'm kind of... It's not over. We still have our our finale is this Saturday on on um what is it on Twitch? It's Twitch dot TV forward slash Twitch presents. So Twitch dot TV forward slash Twitch presents, and the 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 daytime show is from eleven a.m. to one p.m. Pacific time, and that's just kind of a straight dream Q and A with me while I'm floating in space. And so there's that. And then, but the nighttime show is the one that is really wild. Um, have you had a chance to see any of it, Nance? Cause it's kind of crazy. You know, I tried to do it and, and I don't know what happened if it was just, I just got this new phone and it's a little glitchy and I couldn't mm. make it happen, but I, now I wrote it down again and I'm going to try it for my computer. Well, so I've been dying to see this. Oh and my I God. So, so here's the thing at night from 5 PM Pacific time, until around five, around 10 o'clock Pacific, so 5 to 10 Pacific p.m., we're monitoring a dreamer and a, like a dreamer slash sleeper who's asleep in England because they're eight hours ahead of us over here. So it's basically about two in the morning to six or seven in the morning for them. Um, and or is it one? I don't know. It's like deep sleep time for them. And while we're watching them sleep from all different kinds of angles, they're in like a little mock bedroom. There's a million, not, not a million. Okay. At, at, I think the most people at any one time that were watching this, the experiment was about a hundred thousand people simultaneously watching while simultaneously there's about 20,000 people chatting about the person sleeping and voting on how to mess with their sleep and dreams. Meaning like how, if you like play sounds of the city or pump in the smell of blueberry pie or cinnamon or the beach or even the smell of a fart. How lovely is that? Oh my gosh. I know it's gross, but this is an audience. Mostly this is a gamer audience, but there's so much like every minute there is something being, there's something happening to this poor sleeper and dreamer. And the, the intention <laughs> is to see how, what, 
the phenomenon of dream interference. Like what happens in your room while you sleep? How does that affect your dream? That's what we're exploring. So there's a legitimate exploration happening. But what I'm finding is that most of the people, Nancy, you would never do this because you don't like sleeping in public ever. Can you say no, something I don't, about your I, like? I don't, I don't <laughs> public sleep, everybody. Here's the thing. <laughs> just going to just announce it to the world. I There's something about sleeping and then somebody, you know, you wake up and there's someone staring at you. That's happened to me just once in life and I never public slept again. And it's because I just don't want to be interfered with. It's my oh, bad. Honey, this it's would be your nightmare. Place. Oh, it would totally. And what no, I'm wondering, though, so have you, I mean, obviously, you've heard back from some of these people, are their dreams like taking a different course from the things happening? Or is anyone getting uh, ha- actually coming back awake because of this stuff? Piped yeah. in there? Well, the sleep. So we've had three, three subjects. And, and the, the one that we had last time was the most wake upable. The rest of them slept all the way through. <laughs> wow. Like just slept That's amazing. through, even though literally the bed is shaking, the temperature wow. is rising, the temperature is lowering. There are people in hazmat suits walking around the bed, some of them with masks on that look like big, scary dogs. They're putting weird things next to the bed. They're projecting images behind the bed of like a tsunami or like, I mean, just the, and then people's, and then we've got the chat that's happening and the chat is saying, like just the craziest things. Like imagine what Beavis and Butthead would say if they were watching somebody <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I say that pretty much summarizes it. Yeah. <laughs> but so so here, okay. So it's all there's there's a silly component to it. And then my job at the end of the sleep experiment is to wake up the dreamer virtually. I kind of pop my head in and I wake them up and find out what they were dreaming about and to see what the relationship was between what they were dreaming and what was happening in the room. And so because I have a little log of all the pranks that are that happen to them throughout the night. So what I'm finding is that the things that they so the humans. OK, here's my I'm going to try to wrap around my hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Most people that we've that I mean, we've only done three people so far, but most of them, they have all slept through most of the experiment, except they've all latched on to a few pieces that seemed to be relevant to them and their life, strangely. So for example, my hypothesis is this, like say you're sleeping and somebody was to whisper a whole bunch of names, like a dictionary of names, everything from A to Z names. The only ones that you would probably hear would be your own name and the names of your child or the people that are closest to you. Those names would stand out. Like they'd seem louder. They would seem brighter colored. They would seem to like you would, you would almost wake up thinking that you only heard those names, even though maybe hundreds of other names were being spoken. So that is exactly what seems to be happening in the sleep experiment, where only the things that are important to the dreamer are they actually catching, and everything else is white noise. For example, um, subject 001, Bianca, it's Binky B is her, like, her streamer name. 
she there was so much happening and all she remembered was the sounds of the city because she, she dreamt about being back she's in England she dreamt about being at Piccadilly Circus and shopping and being out with her friends and she said that she's been really heartsick because of lockdown quarantine to not be able to be in the city in the hubbub of it so that's what she really latched onto and then we had then the sleeper from last week, he was, oh, no, no, the week before, we had a dog walking around and making dog sounds. So he heard the dog and he, he pictured his own dog who was at home waiting for him that he was actually feeling really guilty about not being with. So that was all he got out of <laughs> mayhem. <laughs> That's crazy. So what about the smells? Are the smells doing anything? I got to think if somebody's piping in farts, they're like, yeah, I'm, it's my husband. I'm, I'm used to this. But but maybe some like a blueberry pie. That's different. That's unique. We right. don't all smell that it's all the time. It seems like the, I mean, from even just from the science about the sense of smell in a dream is that it's going to enhance or like make the dream restless or it's going to make it a sweeter dream, but it's not necessarily going to impact the entire sleep. But it's, but it's an interest, this whole experiment is worth watching because it, to me, it makes me realize how much data is being pummeled at all of us, every human all the time. And yet we only pay attention to a tiny little pie slice of what comes through, what already resonates with us, what we're already thinking about. So it's like, what, what are we missing? Like what else is going on? Right. So it's kind of amazing. So I'm excited and I hope that you'll join me because this is a phenomenon. It's on Saturday night, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Watch some of it and then and then watch what happens when I come out and talk to them at five at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And we're, we're wrapping up the show right now. I just want to make sure that people get their free snooze meditations. You can go to my mm -hmm. website. It's allinyourdreams.com. It's a 21-day challenge. There's 21 free meditations. It's free through the end of August as a birthday present from me to you. Starting in September, they'll cost 100 bucks to get all these meditations. So get them. Share them with your friends. Let oh me know what God. you think. That is Nancy, so exciting. <laughs> Nancy, thanks for joining the show today. And thanks again to Denise, our awesome dreamer, for sharing her fabulous dream. And she has it all just the way she is. And don't go change in. And thanks also to Dr. Debbie Palmer, author of Mindful Beauty, for joining us. And thanks to you for listening. And we'll be back again with an exciting and crazy and wild show here on Unity Online Radio. I'm Dr. Dream. And until we meet again, your dreams lie down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.